where we mainly talk about movies. I'm Abby, your co-host. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> can't do this. Okay, one more time. Hello, and welcome back to Mainly Movies, a podcast where we mainly talk about movies. I'm Abby, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Grace. What's up, Grace? Hey, Abby. And today, we're joined by our husbands. Aaron, you want to say hello? Hi, Barbie. <laughs> Hi, Ken. <laughs> and DJ. I can. <laughs> oh man, it's the Barbie episode at long last. Um, Barbie's been out for what, like two months? Everyone's seen it. Everyone has seen it. I think it's like one of the top grossing movies of all time at this point. So we are uh-huh. very late to. Uh, That's our style, though. Um, yeah, but we we are a party of four this time around to talk about Barbie. We've got the wives here with us, Abby and Grace. Um, they were on our Disney bracket challenge episodes way back in, I guess it was COVID times in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have returned to give their opinions on Barbie. So I'm very excited to let them have at it. But I don't know. Is this going to be like contentious? Do we have like strong feelings? I don't know. Okay, so we're just going to remember the movie first and then decide if we loved or hated it. Yeah. I don't think so... it's as uh, contentious as the Disney bracket. Okay. Yeah. That's full of a lot more opinions. Yeah, and that's a pretty high level. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll start with uh we'll start with y'all how did you come about seeing barbie what were your expectations going in um because it seems like you know i guess we have to touch on like the barbenheimer meme and all of that i don't know if that had like an impact on you guys this thing like if you saw barbie and oppenheimer in the same weekend or something um but i i think we'd be remiss not to mention kind of that phenomenon that happened yeah so we did we did do a full Barbenheimer, but we did it the weekend after the opening weekend, okay, which was still crowded, mm-hmm. still very busy for yeah. I mean, it was for a long time. It just took over. Um, but yeah, we we saw both of them. I still don't completely understand like the synergy and marketing. Is it just the word that it, people got excited about? <laughs> like, I don't know. it It I... became a phenomenon without me fully understanding why it became a phenomenon <laughs> i i don't really get it either but i think it will be interesting to watch studios try and replicate this in the future like purposefully have like an r-rated movie and then something quote-unquote light-hearted come out at the same time and i don't i don't know this kind of feels like a lightning in the bottle type of situation i don't feel like they're going to be able to like manufacture this sort of like meme but that I don't think that will stop them from trying. <laughs> yeah, I guess just because it was two big movies coming out at the same time that are both expected to do well, but both so different. Yeah. Both catered to different audiences, I feel. Yeah, we talked about whether or not they assumed that people wouldn't want to see both because it was such different audiences. But I feel like most people I talked to, because of the sensation of like the Barbenheimer, wanted to see both, even if they typically wouldn't. Yeah. People who don't even like their marketing plan. Oh, for sure. 
Yeah, we I really mean, don't like, even see movies in theaters. We're like going to theaters for the first time in yeah, a long um, time. Counter programming is very like important. Like whenever there's like I think when uh, there have been like some really big comic book or action movies, there's typically like a smaller rom com or something that comes out because it kind of allows people who might want to see a movie but don't want to go see like a Marvel movie or something something to go watch. So I yeah I don't know how this kind of caught storm but it'll be interesting to see if something else can do that. Uh, so you guys saw it the second weekend. When did we see you, Barbie? Um, it wasn't right away. I thought it was right away because I think we kind of made a last minute decision to see it, and I think I underestimated how harder it would be to get tickets. So yeah. I just thought there weren't seats where you wanted them. Well, it was also that because you know I'm peculiar. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we did see it pretty early on. I don't remember if it was the first or second weekend, but we just it did. Wasn't the first weekend? We just did a solo watch though. We only saw Barbie. We did not see Oppenheimer. Did you ever see that one? No, it's a very long movie. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. You can catch it at home. <laughs> um, I, should we give our brief Oppenheimer thoughts? Sure. I mean, I liked it. Yeah. Um, I was seven months pregnant, so I liked it less because I was so uncomfortable for a yeah. three-hour long movie. Mm. Um, yeah, it was very long, and it was very loud. It was so loud. Yeah, so we saw it in IMAX, like, to get the full experience, <clears throat> but they had it dialed up just, like... Oh, my gosh. I would say just, like, 5% too loud to where mm -hmm. it was just, like... I don't know. There's lots of loud explosions and things in well, the movie. Well, even more than that. Like, some coworkers had told me there were, like, three loud scenes. But we talked about we felt like the whole movie was yeah. I mean, loud yeah. at different elements and different Christopher kinds. Nolan's not known for balancing his sound <laughs> yeah. particularly that, yeah, favorably. That's true. <laughs> um, but I think we both enjoyed it. We did, yeah. yeah. I think it was historical, but interesting. I think they did a good job of balancing, like, I don't know, dialogue, but it didn't feel too slow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was good. It was definitely like, and everyone talks about like definite like counter programming to Barbie, just yeah. like completely different tone, completely different experience, but mm -hmm. both theaters were packed. So mm -hmm. I guess that's what they wanted. Yeah. Um, cool. But we're talking about Barbie. <laughs> so, okay. Separate, separate from the whole like phenomenon of it, how excited were you guys for the movie? I don't know. I feel like I didn't really watch like hardly any trailers. I didn't really, I didn't know at all what to expect storyline wise. I, I was into seeing it, but I wasn't like, oh my God, I got to see this movie. I don't know. Yeah. I think the more trailers I saw, the more questions I had in my mind and that kind of like tempered my excitedness for it. I was still interested and we still saw it early, but I wasn't like, you know, super hyped about it or anything. Yeah, I think a lot of people also kind of brought up some of the older Barbie movies. I don't know necessarily to compare them or, but I just, I didn't watch a ton of those growing up. Like I remember watching like Mermaidia with my cousin, Abby, who was like, she's just now graduating college age. So a little bit younger than us. Um, and I remember her being obsessed with it. But besides that, I didn't really watch the like, and they're not animated. What are they? Like, or they are animated. Yeah, but like computer. The computer and, ones. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really watch much of those, so I wasn't like going into it, comparing it to that. Did you play with Barbies a lot as a kid? Yeah, I definitely had a lot of Barbies. Yeah, 
what's funny is I we never really had a kin like between me and my sisters which kind of fits the movie I feel like the only like boy Barbies we had were uh Eric Prince Eric from Little Mermaid (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's definitely kin um how about y'all what were y'all's uh expectations going in are you excited I think from like a movie nerd perspective, I was definitely like this was even before the marketing really caught on. Like this was a very intriguing movie mm-hmm. because it was Greta Gerwig doing Barbie as a movie. And like, what does that even mean? And it has a summer release, so they must think it's good. Like it just was built up to be an event so early on. I don't know if I was like dying to see a Barbie movie. Um but it was definitely like, what is this going to be? And just the like mystery of it. I think that mm-hmm. that got me excited. And then by the time we were like going to see it, it was like, we're part of this movement. Like we're part of Barbenheimer. Like, yeah, this is, <laughs> and like everyone's showing up in pink and everything. So um, yeah. What about you? I think I was a little nervous. I think I'm realizing I'm kind of a contrarian when it comes to stuff like this. And so I think <laughs> because it was such a sensation, and it was happening like the same time that Taylor Swift mm-hmm. was like in town. And so I feel like my news feed was just everyone <laughs> either going to Taylor Swift or going to Barbie or going to both. And I think it was yeah. a little much for me. And similar I was outfits. similar outfits. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I was nervous because of that. And everyone was saying like, this is the best movie ever. Like this captures the female experience so much. I think I was pretty hesitant. Mm. Um, which... I mean, we'll get into this, but I was pleasantly surprised. But um, I think I was expecting to not like it very much. Maybe because of just some like, oh, it's too trendy. It's too popular. It can't be that. Too basic. Too basic, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I was probably a little more skeptical. And I think the trailers, too, were so like vague. So I had no idea. Yeah, so I had no idea what the storyline was going to be at all. I really had no expectations going in, honestly. But after seeing the movie, I understand why the trailers were that way. Because I don't know what else they would have done. Uh -uh. Um, Cool. Okay, so should we try to refresh ourselves on what happened in the movie? Yeah. uh, So do we have overall just general feelings or opinions about... How Overall, you I liked it. I thought it was fun mm-hmm. and I, more intense than I would have expected the story to be, but <laughs> still fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have fun too. Uh, I think it's probably one of the movies I've laughed the most at this year. And that, uh, yeah, so I, I had fun with it. It's one of the only movies I've seen this year. Well, that, that, <laughs> that'll certainly help. <laughs> the bar is low. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we both had a really good time with it yeah. too. I think it's it's more like I don't it's not like my favorite movie of all time, but I think it's interesting to see where it lands when the dust settles of like did people actually love the movie or did they love going to see the movie mm-hmm. with people and like It is fun that it's like it ended up being kind of a whole experience. I mean, we didn't dress up or anything, but yeah. It was fun to see that other people were doing that and making it a big experience. Mm-hmm yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like we'll always like talk about like remember barbenheimer but i don't know if like barbie's like on netflix if i'm gonna be like oh gotta pop on barbie 
but it's it's a fun movie like I'm, I want to watch it again I don't know mm -hmm. I'm just I, I feel like I'm still even months after having seen it not like clear on how I feel about it overall yeah I think I enjoyed it as a comedy like I laughed way more than I was expecting to um like my face kind of hurt from like how much I was laughing <laughs> and some of that might have been my lower expectations like I think that might have yeah. helped some of not expecting to like it and then really like enjoying a lot of the characters and um I enjoyed that the plot was like serious and heavy at times but also didn't take itself too seriously mm -hmm. which helped me a little bit with just kind of enjoying it just as like a yeah from the comedic side of it yeah yeah, so let's start getting into this a little bit. And uh, because it's been a bit since any of the four of us have seen this, we're going to be uh, kind of probably trying to cut this up into chunks, talking about the plot and stuff. I think the first part we can talk about, like just we're introduced to this Barbie world and all the different Barbies as we're following stereotypical Barbie throughout like a day and meeting is it stereotypical kin or no, it says beach kin. I don't think I realized it was beach kin. <laughs> I, I don't think I realized any of the kins he had does like beach. A, a thing. I thought they were just kin. They're all just kin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I mean, I thought this was like a, a really fun way to like kickstart the movie. It um, had like a Lizzo song in the yeah. background as like Barbie's floating down from a castle. <laughs> it was like a really fun way to kind of set the stage. Yeah, it was a fun visual. Mm -hmm. It's the best way they could have started it probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, the two things that stood out to me were the Lizzo song and just like the lyrics are hilarious. <laughs> and then like you're getting introduced to this world and just the like big sets and like it feels kind of like a like a soundstage, like it feels like a set, like in Hollywood somewhere, but like in a way that also feels like it's like Barbie's like dream house. And I don't know that it was just a really cool style to the movie, I think. An interesting choice. Mm -hmm. um, They're definitely going to build a Barbie world somewhere, right? Because <laughs> I want to go. It looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> is this this is what Warner Brothers? Do they? I believe so. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean they definitely could. They could make a whole world yeah, easily. Just basically that. Um, but yeah, it just looked cool and they're getting all these little Barbie jokes in there. Um, and you kind of get introduced to all the other Barbies too, and maybe the other kins. Because there's <laughs> kind of a pretty large cast of them. Mm -hmm. And know. great costumes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not from the beginning, like I don't know. You had a favorite you. side Barbie, didn't you? Uh, Midge. She's <laughs> 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 a side Barbie. She's like a special character, but um, no, mostly just Midge. <laughs> yeah, so Midge was the pregnant Barbie. It was kind of an outcast. I felt victimized a little bit, maybe by Midge. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I think it's fun how they pulled from because I don't have those all those Barbies memorized and I don't even know which ones I had. I just know me and my between me and my two sisters, we had a bunch of Barbies. But um like seeing all of those older ones pulled up and like mm -hmm. the midge Barbie, like how that was discontinued kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's just so fun. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember like I played with Barbies, but I have no memory of like the whole world. Like, yeah, even... and I know like a lot of them have different names. I don't remember oh, yeah. the ones I had. 
even you talking about the movies, I was like, I was not like, I don't remember any of that stuff. And so, <laughs> yeah, like each can, I was like, I can get on board with this joke, but I don't like that means nothing to me from like a nostalgic <laughs> standpoint. So that kind of surprised me a little bit of how little I knew about like the Barbie world, I think, even as someone who played with them growing up. Right. Same. I, I felt the same way, too, because like I said, those movies, I only remember when my cousin was watching them. I don't maybe mm-hmm. they came out a little bit later. Maybe they weren't. Yeah, maybe. We were little. Um, and maybe we were a little too old by the time they came out but I don't know yeah I I didn't get those jokes but it's fun to see the comparisons like afterwards like see them online like comparisons of this was the old Barbie and this is what they were replicating did you Aaron have a favorite side Barbie oh I don't know I don't yeah I don't really remember a lot Mm, I mean I had some look at the list had some kins I liked but (laughs) that was a little bit later uh, I liked President Barbie, Issa Rae, because mm-hmm. at some point, I think when the Kins are coming back and the, she, they're just like, they've transformed it back to Barbie land. She's like, yeah, she said something that they had to bleep out with like the little Mattel sticker. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that that really made me just guffaw in the middle of yeah. it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, she was really good. I think we'll get to weird Barbie in a second. Yeah. That, was, that was a great part. Um... Dua Lipa as Mermaid Barbie? I don't remember. Yeah, I remember the mermaid. I probably don't know what she looks like. See, yeah. Well, John Cena was the merman. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mer- I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Some fun cameos, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Okay, so we, we kind of get introduced to everyone, and then I think there's, like, a beach scene, mm-hmm. um, which is Ken's first moment to shine. <laughs> um, And we can probably talk about, like, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling just like completely destroyed this movie. Like they're both incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can have that conversation later of who won, Barbie or Ken. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this first beach scene is when Ryan Gosling really gets to start throwing his jokes in there. Um, I think we also meet Alan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Alan. I'm also watching Arrested Development right now, where Michael Sarah is like actually 15 years old. Yeah. So it is. He's great. He still to see plays him. like 15 years. He does. He's he like 34, and he's like still he looks like the a, same. a yeah. child. Yes. I feel like I haven't seen Michael Sarah in anything in a long time. So yeah, it was funny seeing him here. Uh, yeah, Alan was great. He did a good job. Yeah. And then you've got Simu Liu is kind of the rival Ken. Oh, his <laughs> name is Rival Ken, <laughs> apparently. Um, yeah, he is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Great introduction to everyone. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else from the beach that happened? No, I think we just like get the development of like the Barbie world and it's all fun and such. And then, you know, stereotypical Barbie starts to have you know, thoughts about death and the next day, like the Lizzo song changes as she has kind of a rough morning and her feet touch the ground and that's a whole thing. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's all very fun and lighthearted, even though it's kind of sad that this Barbie's <laughs> going through this. Um, and I think that does bring us to Weird Barbie, which had to have been played by uh, Kate McKinnon. I don't know who yeah. else yeah. could have it been. It was just Kate Barbie. McKinnon Barbie. Like... <laughs> so true. Did you have a Weird Barbie, Abby? um not that i remember do you have a weird poly pocket yeah a poly pocket i was a poly pocket (laughs) and when you guys were talking earlier about not having kin dolls i was like we definitely just use my brother's like gi joe's 
as like the male counterparts to my Polly mm-hmm. Pocket. Which I'm sure we did for Barbie too. We just found something my brother had. Yeah. I don't know why we're saying we. It was just me, but something <laughs> my brother had. I was, I was not there at this time. I was playing alone for sure. My sister was too old, but um you and all of your friends, the Polly Pockets. The, the weird Barbie element though is so relatable, regardless if you have Barbies or not, because like I was definitely cutting other dolls' hair. Yeah. And like they just get like destroyed so easily. Um, so I definitely remember like thinking, oh, I can give this doll a haircut and it'll look really cute with baby. <laughs> and it never does. Or like taking them in the bathtub or something and trying to wash it. Oh, yeah. It's it destroyed immediately. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, but Weird Barbie. <clears throat> um, yeah, Weird Barbie was a, a intro. So she also is like our introduction into the like physics of this world, <laughs> which. Aaron, I'm, I'm gonna beg of you not to not yeah, to I'm gonna attempt to explain in in detail, but essentially like Barbie Land is a world that is somehow connected to the real world, and she tells Barbie that she has to go to the real world to find out why she's having these these weird existential thoughts. That's I'll leave it at that because I think that's one thing about this movie is like it is not meant to be deeply analyzed in terms of like the mechanics of it Mm-mm. and the like I don't know how this works at all. <laughs> it's just it's supposed to be a fun movie first and foremost and I think it accomplishes that so I'm not going to criticize that aspect of it too much. I did see a TikTok that I did not watch all the way through but it was comparing that like the two worlds kind of thing to elf like how barbie oh. has to go on the specific journey yeah. to mm. get to the real the world that's kind of what buddy the elf did and elf that's true like, i would have never made that connection but that's very funny mm-hmm. no that is good yeah that's very interesting maybe yeah kind of a similar type of movie in a way mm-hmm. that's interesting um Cool. Okay, so so Barbie takes off to go to the real world. Um, Ken pops up in the car. I feel like this was the like one trailer scene mm-hmm. was like them in the car and like mm-hmm. Ken pops up and he's like, got my rollerblades. <laughs> and yeah, but that's as they're going to the real world, a Tame Impala song plays for some reason. <laughs> the, the music in this movie is incredible. I mean, we skipped, there's a Dua Lipa like dance party scene oh, yeah. 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 with choreography and like I thought that's pretty that's good existential crisis. yeah it's during the dance but yeah. like the dance was great oh so the good. music was amazing in this movie they got so many like big name artists like to contribute to it um yeah so then they go to the real world and um there's kind of some hijinks of just like encountering real world things that are not the same as mm-hmm. Barbie Land. Uh, what do you guys remember from this part? I think the billboard at the Supreme Court, quote unquote, got me. It was like Miss America pageant, and she goes, "Oh, the Supreme Court." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a favorite. I, I love those little bits like that. Yeah. yeah, that was super funny to me. It, it like it is a comedy, but it did feel so deeply sad when they got <laughs> to the real world. Just because they had such like an innocence about them to like uh-huh. immediately are getting like assaulted and catcalled and it's uh-huh. 
it was sad. And Ken's like, this is great. <laughs> so I will say the broification of Ken was probably my favorite sequence in the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he, he basically just wanders into like a high rise, like just business, office, business yeah. office, which I don't think is located right next to like Venice Beach no. or wherever <laughs> they were. But he's immediately just like, filled with this like power of being a man <laughs> and also the incorporation of horses into like the masculine canon <laughs> i don't completely understand it but it was it was so but funny it's also spot on for yeah. some reason <laughs> yeah it, it worked perfectly this is like jumping ahead so much but at the end when he goes yeah when i found out it wasn't all about <laughs> horses i was kind of less interested but i kept going with it anyways whatever he was saying about the patriarchy yeah yeah so he's kind of figuring out they're both figuring out how the real world works yeah and he quickly takes his knowledge of the patriarchy back to barbie land while barbie is trying to track down the owner of her real life doll yeah. yeah okay oh that's right yeah, What's fun, though, is whenever they're in the high school and they run into the daughter of, mm -hmm. I don't remember, was it Sasha, the daughter's yeah. name? So I don't, because I didn't catch this when I watched the movie, but I saw afterwards that those four girls were modeled after the Bratz dolls, which I oh, definitely yeah. was really into. They had, because it was Chloe, Sasha, Jade, and Jasmine, I think. Oh, I, I had no idea. Yeah, and they had all the same names and it was like a nod to it. I could have watched this so movie fun. 50 times and would never have made that connection. Absolutely. Are they like owned by the same company or something? No, no. I think people always thought that they were kind of feuding, but it was supposed to be more like a nod that they're, you know, not. Interesting. Kind of like similar, That's, but different. Yeah. That felt like really different generations for me, but. Yeah. yeah. And because they're like, Bratz dolls are like more trendy, more, mm -hmm. I don't know. And Barbie's just more classic and. So that's why they were like, I don't know, kind of funny that it was the high school kids. So like the new age. Yeah, that's so interesting. I did not pick up on that. I never yeah, no, I definitely didn't make that connection in the movie until I saw it online somewhere else. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there's also this side plot of the Mattel, like, or Mattel, like, CEO and employees trying to like keep this Barbie thing under wraps mm -hmm. which Will Ferrell plays the CEO we both agreed this was the weakest part of the movie mm -hmm. for us and really? could have done entirely without yes. it this I think I really like this movie but I think it's like 15 or 20 minutes too long and I yeah. think if you cut out all of Will Ferrell we're fine mm -hmm. <laughs> I like Will Ferrell and I think it was like a fun thing to add but I think if I cut anything, I'm with you guys. I I, I cut Will Ferrell in an instant. Yeah, I thought it was fun, but I liked the beginning stuff. But I didn't like towards the end when the, all the all the business guys are in because they disappear for a long yeah. time. Well, and even <laughs> so if, even like, the, where are they? At the end, they don't like. There's no resolution no. of it. They're just like, okay, I guess our work's done here. Yeah, and then they leave. I get the point of like their subplot like to help move along the story because you need like a villain in some ways but besides just bro ryan gosling but i well i did not like will ferrell so that doesn't help but i feel like the jokes they used on with him were not funny 
Like, I'm fine to have him in the movie in terms of, like, to move the plot along, but they could have, like, DJ, if I'm going to cut 15 minutes, it's, like, all of his little, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> stupid side joke things. Like, they just weren't, it was a swing and a miss. It wasn't necessary. Yeah. 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 He was also just exactly the same as President Business from the Lego movies. Or that, Mayor, Mayor, yeah. President yeah. His name. He's and just, like, it, a business guy. Yeah. <laughs> It feels a little too meta because at the end of the day, like we know Mattel signed off on this movie and this is kind of like a big commercial for them. So it feels icky to just have like it's someone playing their CEO as like a silly businessman. I don't know. They're kind of like winking at you like, oh, we're in on the joke too, guys. Like Mm -hmm. we know. Yeah. And then it's like, well, now you ruined it a little bit. Yeah. 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 So yeah, could have done without that piece. I mean, there there were like a couple moments that that made me laugh with them, but yeah, mostly they're just like running around places chasing after the Barbies. Yeah, and I think like I feel like the main point they were trying to use with it was to like show the patriarchy versus the matriarchy. Like I think that's what they were trying to do with it, but I don't know. The jokes just weren't landing for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and they somehow transition that into like a somewhat intense car chase. I don't remember the car chase. There was just a random car chase for like three minutes, and it just looked like a commercial, like on or whatever they were driving. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So this the movie slowed down for a bit right here, where it was just like, okay, they're getting some products in here, (laughs) some shout outs to people that sponsored the movie. (laughs) And then once we get back to Barbie land, I think things got better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, Barbie ends up bringing the real world people with her back to Barbie land. So it's Sasha and her mom, whose name is Gloria. Yeah. And then, yeah, all the business people following Mm -hmm. behind them. Um, let's see. Are we missing? I feel like there's some good jokes in here that we're we're escaping. I did think it was funny when they like the mom and the daughter are like, Oh, what about dad? Isn't he gonna, I don't know, miss us or whatever? And he's just like bebopping around at their house. He's he's on like uh like Duolingo or something, (laughs) one of those like translation apps, and he's just repeating words in his phone. And he's got just like like, the most oh man, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, They make it back to Barbie land. Ken has taken, it's just like full bro in Mm -hmm. Barbie land now. Um, And there's kind of an intervention with that. I don't know. This is probably overanalyzing it too much. But I feel like it wasn't really clear to me how it became bro land so easily. How like all the Barbies just like stepped down. They're like, sure, you can take over and do what you want yeah Um, like why did they just say no yeah it just it didn't seem clear to me how that happened so easily and so quickly like well margot robbie was out yeah they tried to hand wave it by being like they haven't been exposed to the patriarchy or broness so they fell easily to it which seems like not what they were that seems like not what the movie would want to say no (laughs) I feel like it's more they didn't have something to say about that particular element, so they kind of breezed past it, and they're like, we actually want to talk about this next part. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so so Barbie comes back and kind of tries to talk to Ken, and I think he's kind of being a punk about it. Um, and I think she has to go back to weird Barbie, right, and then start recruiting the other Barbies mm -hmm. to her cause. Yeah, so that's weird. Gloria has her big scene where she has her big monologue. Well, first they have to go and like, there's like a Ocean's Eleven style like infiltration where they have to go. Well, like I think she has her first monologue. People snap out of it, and then they go recruit using her. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, because they she does she starts saying stuff, and then that's when someone at Weird Barbie's house snaps out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, so right. so then they I, use I, that to recruit. Mm -hmm. So this definitely feels like you know, what the movie, like, wanted to say and do, right? So I guess mm -hmm. from, I, I'm curious from, like, Grace and Abby's perspective what you thought. And I know that's tough because she said a lot. And mm -hmm. by even asking this, I'm kind of like, you know, I, I, I don't know. What were your thoughts here? <laughs> I mean, I don't remember everything that yeah. she said, but everything I was just like, yeah, you go, Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> Speak your truth. <laughs> <laughs> but I know a lot of people didn't feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like this was the stuff I was intrigued about going into the movie, like what kind of statements and messaging it would like carry with it. Um, but I thought her speech or whatever was like somewhat relatable at times. I mean, like Grace said, I don't remember everything she said, and I I'm sure I didn't relate to every single thing, but I thought some of it was relatable in terms of like what women can experience and in like the more just kind of workplace and world and mm -hmm. so I thought it was I mean I thought it was powerful and impactful and there probably was some of it where I was like I don't know but um yeah I think Aaron and I talked about that part afterwards and I definitely was like more empowered by that scene than him I mean for obvious reasons yeah but I think that I was like, yeah, that was good. Like her speech was good. And you, I was like, how about those jokes? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was worried that it would be too much or too. I don't know. That the yeah, entertainment value would, it be, would lost, be too much but... for a lot of people, but I was like fully into it. <laughs> yeah. And I think that sometimes like media can, the entertainment value can be lost by something like that because then it just becomes a, I don't know, a, a message or a theme, but I thought it didn't really take away from the rest of the movie. I think it like helped. I don't know. And some of that goes into like how it ends and everything, like the way it was wrapped up, I think kind of tied in well with that, but yeah, mm -hmm. I thought it was a good, a good scene, a good moment used for good. What do the boys think? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I think it, what kind of like you said, I think they used it well within the movie instead of making the whole movie feel like you're being like taught a lesson. It was like it built up to this one powerful moment mm -hmm. and I think it was effective. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and I like, I don't know. We were in a packed theater. I don't know about you guys, but we were like shoulder to shoulder with people. Um and like people were laughing the whole time. It's like always fun to be in a full theater, but I feel like people were like silent during the like speech, just yeah. like leaning in, just like listening to every word. So I think it really like drew people in. So yeah. Yeah. Um so America Ferrera is the one who like gave this 
speech. And mm -hmm. I think like this was like her moment to shine. And I think she killed it. And I'm not very familiar with her body of work besides like Superstore and um, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> but um, <laughs> after this, I was a little bit curious about some of the stuff she had done. And she did a TED talk a couple of years ago called, um, oh, one of the lines that came out of it was, uh, you know, she was talking about her experience in Hollywood um, mm -hmm. and how sometimes she would like basically just get like the casting calls being like, oh, we've got enough, you know, too many Latinas in this show. You can't mm -hmm. be in this show. And how someone at one point said something about how her identity is a problem. And she said, no, 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 my identity is my power. And the TED Talk was really good. So, you know, uh, all that to say, I think she did a great delivery of that because this really felt like one of the things the movie wanted to try and do. So I think she took the moment and killed it. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, That's I don't think I've seen her in anything but Sister of the Traveling Pants. She's <laughs> a very different character in that. Um, I thought she did great. Yeah, we haven't really talked about her yet, but I think she was up there. I mean, not like from a comedy standpoint, but like I think with Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, I think she did like phenomenal in terms of like playing her role and mm -hmm. helping really carry the story. And I mean, I you have an emotional response to her more so than like the comedic response to their characters. Yeah, oh, that's that's for sure. And I feel like even because what you mentioned about like her experience in Hollywood, I feel like why I feel like it kind of resonated a bit more with me too is just working in a male dominated career and in, in the mm -hmm. tech industry. Just like dang, mm -hmm. this is mm -hmm. this feels spot on. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I could see that happening in Hollywood too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm also at a very male, well, not anymore, but at a very male-driven mm -hmm. company. And yeah, so I think some of that was relatable too, which was interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so they go recruiting. Yeah. Yeah, so they kind of use that speech as their like springboard to kind of start mm -hmm. rallying mm -hmm. the troops and kind of have a couple fun scenes of them like converting people back to the cause um i'm trying to think of any specific things that happened yeah, during, during the scene with like some very bro cliches with like someone explaining like the godfather the godfather <laughs> <laughs> yeah the godfather <laughs> um uh, wait have we missed the um what's that song that ryan gosling plays have we missed that it's, it's coming okay, up okay yeah. sorry sorry <laughs> That just reminded the me. Battle of the Kins. Yes. I think that was, no, I think that was right. Play on the guitar. Oh, uh, whenever they're serenading. Yeah, this all is of the kind Barbies. of doing that. Yes. Yeah, where he sits down with a guitar and he's like, I got something to play for you. <laughs> and yeah, Ryan Gosling is so good in that scene. Oh my gosh. Just like he keeps like looking up at Barbie and like, oh, I can see that scene where they're all on the beach and the guys are all playing their guitars. That's kind of the end of the recruiting montage. Yeah, because they're going around to each of the little Because they're trying to like, like break switching. them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but that scene was so good. I, I like that scene a lot. That was funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Using their egos against them. Oh my gosh, so funny. Oh, and then I also saw comments about how the whole guy playing guitar to a girl is a very universal experience, apparently. It and is. it was, I, I don't know. 
and it wasn't my experience but then one of my sisters was like yep that that happened to me oh my <laughs> I have a specific memory of this happening in college and I'm not going to name names oh. so I don't call anyone out but oh I I, yeah I know what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> okay so we we've at least experienced something adjacent to this so I yeah I can definitely connect it to something <laughs> I don't I definitely never like played a song at anyone but I I don't know. I probably felt uncomfortable anytime I I was aware that that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, very funny scene. Um, yeah, there was all the jokes about the like, the, I don't know, different beers and like the women grabbing the beers from the fridge and Barbie's house had been taken over and turned into like a man cave. Oh, what did he call the house? The Mojo Dojo Casa House. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Which honestly sounded like a lot of college house names oh, that yeah. we had like all oh, yeah absolutely man into the name mm-hmm. or dude or that also feels like something that ryan gosling came with came up with on the spot and they just rolled with it because <laughs> it's just so random do, do, do casa house. like uh, when he uh i don't remember the context of this at all but ryan gosling disappears behind a pillar and there is a, oh, yes. a a pretty lengthy pause, and then just a sublime. <laughs> sublime. Yeah. You know that that was like fully like ad libbed. Like he came up with that. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No, I saw some. It was like a like Instagram video or something of him and Margot Robbie talking, and she was like, "He said a different word every day." Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, that was good. Um. Yeah, so they're kind of, the Barbies and the Kens are now back separated and kind of warring with each other a bit. Um, and then I don't even remember, why did the Battle of the Kens even happen? Because they're trying to win, like, fight over who gets Barbie or something? Um, Was it because of the beach scene where they're all playing guitars and then they all switch? And I don't remember either. Is yeah. that how it started? Yeah, I don't remember either. That competitive, like, rivalry thing? I don't know. Was... Because all the guitars, it was like a night scene, right? And then the fights yeah. in the daytime because i thought it was like um what's his name ryan gosling kin versus rival kin this says the barbies manipulate the kins yeah. into fighting amongst themselves because they meanwhile go and vote yeah so i feel like it was like the two kins against each other in this battle mm-hmm. to the death yeah i don't know the it was an incredible that was song, the though. best scene of the entire movie in my the i'm just ken song and then it switches to oh, this like the same scene as the we're all in grease lightning black outfit yeah it, okay. it, switched. <laughs> it was like a merge okay yeah it switched when they tried to like expose their chest to each oh other oh my gosh absolute best <laughs> this, scene. this was game. fun but at the same time this was when i started to be like how is this ending? <laughs> I've yeah. seen the executives in a hot minute. It's losing the plot of it. Yeah. But I could have ended yeah. right there and I would have been happy. It was. I would yeah, almost I really believe. I thought it was so fun, but I would have just cut it a little shorter. That's where I would have taken yeah. time out. And the oh, I was telling Aaron, this is his Halloween costume. Like, <laughs> it was the perfect scene to me. Oh man, I I would fully believe they just shot that whole Ken dancing sequence and were like, we have this, we can put this in somewhere in the movie. We'll figure it out later. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. It out. <laughs> we have this in our back pocket of just Ryan Gosling and Simu Liu. And honestly, the entire cast is like in there just oh, like yeah. dancing it yeah. up. I'm always impressed too at how good of dancers they are. 
I know we've seen like Ryan Gosling and La La Land, but I'm always just impressed that like they can keep up with like the choreography and I don't know. Well, yeah. have you seen because with all of this, like all videos of him being younger have like surfaced up and there's like one that's pretty popular I've seen before of him like dancing as part of like a dance group and it's oh. I'm gonna have to send it to you and he's like in like a sequin shirt oh thing and it's that's so interesting. it's very fitting like you see it and you're like oh yeah he's Ken that makes sense <laughs> oh yeah he's, <laughs> he's like a child when this happened I think I need to get on TikTok I'm not seeing any of this stuff but this is great wow yeah send that to me and wasn't he like on Mickey Mouse Club I think so oh, was he I think oh, yeah yeah and I know that to make it in Hollywood, you have to kind of be a... Yeah, right. I mean, he was young when he got started. And mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, I've just seen all kinds of little, just younger videos of him. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know where the plot goes from this scene, to be honest. Um, that's why we have Wikipedia yeah. to help us remember. Um, the Barbies regained power because they wrote themselves back into the Constitution. And... Um, they basically, I feel like they just kind of like fix everything. Yeah, this sentence says the Barbies resolved to rectify the faults of their previous society, emphasizing better treatment of the Kins and all outcasts. Mm. I don't know if I quite got that from the no. movie. <laughs> it seems like they went back to what was what working. Was. Yeah. 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 It's more like we had it good before. I think the the redemption element was like when Barbie was apologizing to Ken, though. For not like treating him well, and because yeah. she had that line about like every night doesn't have to be girls' night. Like, yeah, I think that was some of the redemption of. I mean, I don't know if that gave Kin like actual power in Barbie Land. Yeah, but I think I it remember it that them being written back into the Constitution. Uh, they definitely didn't get the seats on the Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah, no, it was more of the dignity of Kin than it was the actual any like power because <laughs> he had the the colorful sweater that said i'm ken <laughs> yeah. yeah oh my gosh i forgot about that yeah i think that was more of the the redemptive element is that like can you matter too not so much that yeah, like not necessarily any- ken only has a good day if barbie says hi to <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> and she was like i don't love you but that's okay and you can still be a valuable person even though i'm not in love with you or whatever yeah it is very nice that they didn't like fall in love by the end of this because that mm-hmm. would have been a little silly. But he uh, loved her. He did love her, but she clearly did not feel the same way. Well, I think when they're coming uh, back to Barbie land and Barbie is talking to the two like real people, she makes some joke about like, yeah, you know, Ken's just always hanging around. <laughs> uh, yeah. What's funny is after the movie, I was like looking up a little bit more about I guess we haven't gotten to this yet, but I was looking up more about the like the history behind Barbie. So Barbie was named after the creator's daughter, mm-hmm. and Ken was named after her son. So why are they like a couple? Oh, oh yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of forgot that we met the creator at one point. Yeah, like, yeah. I guess we should talk about that, right? Uh, her name is apparently Ruth Handler, mm-hmm. and was in trouble for like tax, tax fraud, fraud? Yeah, yeah that's, that's why I looked it up actually yeah the like, real story isn't quite as sweet as the movie makes yeah. it I mean it, like she's 
obviously she made a bunch of money off of this. Mm -hmm. So like it's I like great for her for making Barbie. Like yeah. And honestly, I think I think the emotional like beat here with her walking off and kind of like I don't know, having her self-actualization moment was like pretty great. And like the uh is it a Billie Eilish song? I feel like I've heard that song played like in several stores and like rest like just on the radio and stuff. I don't remember what song this is. It's like the very emotional song is there's like clips of like a girl's childhood, which I think the montage was all like clips of like family yeah. videos from the like uh the crew of the movie. Oh, oh wow, that's wow. Yeah. I have no memory of you this. I'm remember. so sorry. She was like standing in just like a like white space with the it did nothing creator. for me. Yeah, you were probably ready to go at this point. I'm still thinking of the dance scene. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was the peak for you. Yeah, that kind of was. Um, yeah. But I feel like the Ruth Handler scene, the point they were trying to make was like, I created Barbie to be whoever she wanted to be. like, mm -hmm. Which very much ties into the ending where Barbie's like, I'm going to choose to be whoever I want to be and that means leaving Barbie land but yeah. and then she becomes human <laughs> yes yeah and all of its glamour <laughs> cool and that's it yeah we made it through um any other thoughts did we miss anything I guess the ending for me I thought was a little lackluster because I mean she becomes human but like then what I don't know. I was. I thought it could be fun, like if she took the CEO spot, or mm -hmm. I don't know something. Oh, that would have been kind of poetic. No, she goes to the gynecologist. The gyne <laughs> yeah, they played it for a joke. <laughs> I, I feel like they were yeah. keeping it um, like a mild ending to show more realistic approach, though. That's true. Like if she'd become the CEO, that would have been a little too idealized, maybe for mm -hmm. like the actual world. That was my take on it was like they're showing like you can be whoever you want to be, but it's not necessarily going to be this easy rise to power. Or yeah. Whatever it might be. She's just a normal girl. Barbara Handler. But yeah, um, overall, I really like this. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think the times that they, you know, move more into like serious topics, I think they handled it well. Um, something I did see. Um, that one of the like critiques some people had of just Greta Gerwig films in general is that sometimes she has a tendency to like tell rather than show. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of like um, explicit dialogue instead of putting things in the background. And I, I don't know her filmography well enough to like, you know, have an opinion on that. But I think for a movie like this, I think it kind of has to be that way because I think otherwise if you're not like explicit in what you're trying to say, then it can get kind of lost in kind of the shuffle of everything else going on. So um, I really like this. I want to see what Greta Gerwig does in the future. Um, yeah. She's, yeah. Narnia. Hmm? she's uh, apparently she's signed up for two Narnia movies with Netflix. They're rebooting the Narnia series. Oh, so random. Which seems like an interesting direction for her to go. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we were talking before and like i don't know abby you can talk about how you feel but we both really like greta gerwig's movies like yeah as little women and 
uh ladybird Lady yeah we've watched both of those together mm -hmm. and i thought they're like both, both great. Those. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I had. I mean, I didn't really know who she was before this movie, and then when yeah, Aaron was telling me, like, I stuff, never know their name. I like all of those movies, and then really liked this one too. But Narnia does feel like a little bit of a different direction. I don't even know. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it'll be great. Okay, what else do we have to say? I'm scrolling through Wikipedia. Maybe nothing. Um, I did like the credits. I mean, Grace, you kind of talked about this, but they kind of go through all the different Barbies and like the outfits and stuff. And mm -hmm. they're like, oh, this is an actual mm -hmm. real Barbie that they had. I thought that was fun. Um, so when did the first Barbie come out? I think like it was that like toy? Sorry, yeah. 50s? Oh, 50s, is that what you said? I think like the 60s sometime around there. Based on Barbie, I haven't talked to anyone from yeah, like our, our parents' generation, but I'd be curious, like their memories of Barbie, and because a lot of the stuff I do feel like was from an era before us. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know, like anyone like older than us had seen it really to talk to. Yeah, and I feel like the the movie was definitely aimed more mm -hmm. at our generation mm -hmm. in a way, just in like the actors and the tone and mm -hmm. I yeah know. i agree i don't think it was for anyone really younger and i think i saw that criticism somewhere that they were like it's a barbie movie it's supposed to be then they i think because uh some of the interviews they were like this is for everyone and they're like well it's not really for everyone it, isn't this pg-13 i don't know is it not hmm. we were talking to some family who took like younger kids to see it and my question was just like did they get anything like i just yeah, like, like so many jokes that would have just for a younger kid it's yeah. colorful and there's yeah. music dancing but yeah i don't know the jokes mm -hmm. i don't know would have landed and the messaging is a little meta yeah i just yeah i agree i don't feel like a younger audience even though it is a toy movie in theory like would really work Cool. cool cool we did it we did a barbenheimer well we did the barbie <laughs> we did the barbenheimer yeah i don't know if we can quite take claim for barbenheimer um oops <laughs> did you see did y'all see both on the same day no it was back-to-back -back days i think okay. or, or a friday and a sunday Sunday's maybe yeah. yeah we had a little bit of a break in there which was good because you needed it I needed to recover my back. Yeah, from sitting yeah. in the chair. Theater seats. Yeah. That's fair. Um, well, before we go, I want to know what movies you guys are excited about seeing the rest of the year. Are you guys going to go see any other ones? I don't even know what's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I warned you beforehand. See what we've seen. Or what we will see. That is tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah my my most anticipated was Dune two, and that has now been moved to twenty twenty four. Yeah, so I'm a bit sad about that. Now there's the third My Big Fat Greek Wedding. That's fun. Oh Have yeah. You seen the first two? Yeah. Oh, 
I like those movies. Okay. I haven't watched them in forever. Abby loves the first one. I love I, the first one. Have you seen the second one? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I feel like I've seen the second one, but I can't remember it. It's more fine from like a nostalgic perspective. Yeah. Than like a quality plot line. But... Like not great on its own, but a good no. follow up. When is the third one coming out, Grace? Um, I think it's where did it go? September 8th. Okay. Oh, soon. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that soon either. I haven't really seen anything else. Oh, there's a movie called Wish, and that's going to be like Disney's like celebration of like their 100 years of animation. That's like their big new 2D animation movie. I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Um, Have they said what it's about? No. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe. But I I saw a trailer for it before Barbie, maybe. Sounds oh. vaguely familiar. Yeah, it had like a, have, I'm just a, a talking lamb or something talking like that. Talking lamb? Yeah, there's a, a little like sheep and it was talking. No memory of that. Oh my god. Have you? Okay. <laughs> so we're scrolling through the list of releases right now and Grace just pointed out Wonka. Have you oh. seen the trailer for Wonka? Uh-huh. Is that the Timothy Chalamet one? The yeah. trailer's already out? Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I think I should do the trailer. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet seems to be a very capable actor, but I, I, he ain't, he ain't selling me on whimsical. No, <laughs> no it's a very interesting tone. Like yeah. he's like, I'm a, a candy man. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know I don't what know they're going for. Where this one would go, because I mean, I didn't like that second one when with Johnny Depp. Oh yeah, really no, oh yeah, I did not like that one. And even the first one, I still like the original, but it is also kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's just the oh, story God. in general. But I think it's it's hard to do a prequel with. It's hard to do a prequel set on like, is this person going to be successful when it's a prequel and you know they will be successful? Yeah. So the the I, you haven't seen the trailer, but the trailer is very much like, how is Wonka gonna do this? And I was like, I don't oh. know, but he'll figure it out. Like he, we know, yeah. we know, he does. yeah, we know he figures it out. And I don't really know like who the target audience is. Like, is it fans of the candy or fans of the original movie or just like? I don't know. It in it the trailer makes it seem very like Dickensian. Like it seems like a Christmas time festivity kind of thing in like an old English city. I don't know. Strange, strange looking movie. I'm just salty because I know in the running for Wonka, it was uh between a few actors, but one of the names that were thrown out there was Donald Glover. And I know he can do it. So and it would have been <laughs> weird too, because he yeah. can do weird. Yeah, that would have been, 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 been better, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing that Chicken Run is coming out the same day though. So. Chicken Run too. I didn't know Chicken night. Run was coming out with another one. It seems like another Barbenheimer weekend for sure with those. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken Run was so weird. Chicken that was Run such a weird scared movie. me as a child. I did not care for the animation. <laughs> yeah, they really like make tried to one. escape so they didn't die. Yeah, yeah, because they were gonna sure. bake. They were gonna bake them into pies. Yeah, <laughs> the chicken pot. Pies. A really family friendly movie for uh-huh. kids. I love Chicken Run. <laughs> I remember we watched Chicken Run a lot. Wait, isn't the claymation one? Yep. Yeah, it was so weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like there are some up above that. Um... Oh, yeah. I'm excited about Pillars of the Flower Moon because be... I've read the book, but it's going to be like three and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to watch it at home with a baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't. 
Grace has infected me <laughs> because Grace only likes movies that are an hour and a half. <laughs> and now anytime I see a movie that's over two hours, I start squinting real hard. Like, <laughs> do I really want to watch this? I think the length of children's movies are perfect. <laughs> yeah, it does limit you to like rom-coms and children's movies mm-hmm. if you're going those out. Just my, those are my genres, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> we watched a couple classics I've never seen. Um airplane and office space yeah and those were both like an hour and a half and yeah, i remember like thinking minutes. i was like we can watch these both tonight i was like <laughs> yeah. we didn't but i was like man movies used to be so much shorter those are the good days mm. yeah. it, why are movies getting longer it feels like if anything studios would want them to be shorter so you can get more show times and more people in to watch mm-hmm. right i don't yeah i don't know I don't know if writing is just worse or if it's like we've got all this budget so we might as well go crazy with it yeah I don't know like they don't get more money for having more minutes Mm -mm. in the theater (laughs) yeah Hmm. I don't know just to torture I don't know it it kind of makes sense with streaming but I feel like this started long before streaming yeah with streaming it's like they want to keep your attention for longer so you spend more minutes on the app or watch more ads or whatever they want yeah so that makes sense but I don't know yeah there are a lot of these where it's just like you could have cut 45 minutes (laughs) it's fine yeah because that was we wanted to go see Mission Impossible Oh, and we never right. made it in theaters because we had seen Barbie, which was two hours. Mm-hmm. We had seen Bart or Oppenheimer, which was like almost three hours. Mm-hmm. And then Mission Impossible was another three hours. And I was like, we just can't. We can't be at the theater that much. That's a lot when you're that pregnant, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel yeah. like we saw a movie when I was somewhere in the second or maybe third trimester and I was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a quiet place. part two (laughs) about scared the baby out (laughs) yeah that probably wasn't the smartest thing it was longer than it should have been (laughs) i had to get up and go to the bathroom i couldn't sit through the whole thing yeah yeah i think the worst one was um what was the wes anderson asteroid city oh yeah we went and saw asteroid city which was probably a mistake because no one no one that went and saw it enjoyed it so but that was indie theater so the seats were straight out of like the 70s and i thought i was gonna die but oh no, <laughs> oh, I no. the plot anyway so i got up <laughs> went to the yeah, bathroom if it was a better movie you probably would have been, that been okay but anyways hmm. yeah cool well should we wrap it up yeah i guess we haven't explicitly told our dear listeners, but I guess it's becoming more clear. Um, we are going to be going <clears throat> on our favorite word. We're going on hiatus again. <laughs> we we say hiatus a lot on the podcast. We do. We do. Um, yeah. So we're we're having a baby. Abby and I are due soon, so we will be changing our movie habits accordingly um, for the unforeseeable future. Um, I'm sure we'll at some point be back and talk about a movie of some sort when it interests us. Um, but when that is, we don't know. Yeah. And, you know, for anyone who is listening now, presumably you made it through 
our first long hiatus or the first baby amongst the four, but so, you know, hang on for baby number two to come around. But yeah, um, Aaron and I still love to talk movies and, you know, we will do so when time allows, but life is happening. But um, yeah, I'm glad we were able to kind of all do this as a group um, talking about Barbie feels like a fun movie to like uh, end our season on if we have seasons yeah, that's what we should do. And then we're just in the off season when we take a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was a, it was a big event. I'm glad we got to talk about it. I feel like I had I had multiple people ask me like, "Are you doing a podcast about Barbenheimer?" Like cuz everyone like mm-hmm. people that don't see movies actually saw this one mm-hmm. and they were like, "You're going to talk about it?" So, we talked about it. We two months after the fact we made it yeah, but we did it we did it and that's what's important so yeah no we're we're excited for this next chapter and i don't know maybe maybe next we'll be talking about like the paw patrol movie or something <laughs> at so new trolls movie coming out trolls so. three trolls. oh my there's another trolls movie coming yeah out? they're gonna do more trolls huh. trolls They're popular wow our niece likes them she does. Yeah, that's true. So maybe we'll go see Trolls 3 with her. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, uh, we are going on hiatus again. So dear listener, if you feel like, you know, telling us about what movies you are seeing in theaters, what movies we should try and do our best to go see um, with our limited time, please feel free to shoot us an email at mainlymoviespod at gmail.com. Uh, one of the great things that Aaron did when I was... Um, you know, in the throes of having a newborn is he sent me a list of like the top 10 movies he had seen. And I loved getting that because one, I missed talking to my friend, but two, it was cool to just know the movies that were worthwhile. So uh, we do still like talking movies. So feel free to shoot us an email there. But, you know, thank you to our wives, Aaron and Abby for, uh, for Grayson huh? Abby. Oh, Grayson <laughs> <laughs> Something didn't sound right about that. Uh, but yeah thank y'all for you know one putting up with us and two joining for this uh it was fun to talk about barbie with y'all and i don't think this would have been nearly discussion if it was just aaron and i talking about barbie (laughs) it was fun thanks for having us yeah thank you well until next time until next time whenever that may be dot 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 (laughs) 